Hello, everyone. This is Father Bill Nicholas, and this is Faith, Hope, and History. Greetings and welcome, everybody. I am Father Bill Nicholas. I've been away for a month on vacation, and it's good to be back. I hope you've been enjoying the summer, this first summer after the pandemic. And if there's one thing I saw while I was away, is a lot of people were out and about and traveling. Today is September 3rd, 2021. It was on this day in 1783 that American and British representatives, including Benjamin Franklin, signed the Treaty of Paris in Versailles, France, officially ending the American Revolution. It was on this day in 1894 that poet E.E. E. Cummings passed away. On this day in 1939, Great Britain and France declared war on Germany following Hitler's invasion of Poland, the anniversary of which was just two days ago on September 1st, and, believe it or not, yesterday, September 2nd, was the anniversary in which, aboard the USS Missouri, the Japanese formally surrendered to Allied forces, ending World War II. So we're seeing anniversaries of the beginning and the ending of World War II. But on this day, Great Britain and France declared war on Germany, beginning the Second World War, after Germany's invasion of Poland. Finally, on this day in 1976, the Viking II Mars probe landed on the surface of Mars. But coming back from my vacation, as I always greet you with the title of this podcast, Faith, Hope, and History, the vacations I take every year tend to focus a lot on history. And for me, they're, to a certain degree, pilgrimages of history, enjoying history like I do, and really not having too much of a desire to travel abroad. I always tell people, I want to see this country. I want to go to the important sites of this nation's history. And for the last few years, I have been undergoing road trips, some of them quite far, here within the United States. The very first one I did uh, back in 1914, I started in Detroit, Michigan, and concluded in Albuquerque, going from Detroit to Kalamazoo, where I visited friends, had breakfast with someone in South Bend, Indiana, spent two nights in Nashville, Tennessee, where I visited, among other things, the hermitage of President Andrew Jackson, his home outside of Nashville, Tennessee, crossing the Great Plains into Denver after visiting St. Louis and friends in Wichita. I went south into Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I completed that road trip, visiting friends, making new ones. During that trip, I visited the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist in Ann Arbor, got to know them and introduced myself to them as they introduced themselves to me, and I visited the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia in Nashville, which I find has a fascinating history because that community was established in 1861 in Nashville, which, if you know your history, was the year after the start of the Civil War. And if you realize how many times the city of Nashville changed hands between North and South during the Civil War, it is remarkable, the beginning years of that 
Dominican community in Nashville, and that they continue today with over 300 sisters. And the relatively newly established, the late 1990s, the Dominican Sisters of Mary Mother of the Eucharist in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It was a great honor to meet them. They too are flourishing with well over 100 sisters, and the demand for them to staff Catholic schools throughout the country is very high, so high that they cannot meet the demand and can afford to be selective as to where they will send their sisters to teach. I certainly hope someday to see more of them as four of them serve one of the high schools here in San Francisco. But in this trip I took now in 2021, I decided to visit the South and drive along the Gulf Coast. And in this trip, I began in a very old city of the United States, the city of Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, which held an interest for me because Savannah was the city that ended Sherman's March to the Sea. And General Sherman had written to President Lincoln right before Christmas saying, I have the honor of presenting to you as a Christmas present, the city of Savannah. So Savannah was a a location of a major event during the Civil War, as that was the end. Atlanta was the beginning, and Savannah was the end of Sherman's March to the Sea. I spent two nights in Savannah, Georgia, where I walked the old town. I visited Fort Pulaski outside the city, which was a fort taken over early on during the Civil War and became a hub for escaped slaves during the war because the Union forces took the city and maintained their possession of it during the Civil War. It was amazing to see the, not so much the ruins of the fort, but it's not a functioning fort, it's a national park. As I wandered around, tried to picture what it must have been like during the Civil War, this fort isolated in the South, but fortified by the Union as a Union holding during the war. I spent, after that, two nights and one full day in the city of St. Augustine, Florida. And I tell you, I would love to lead an historical pilgrimage to the city of St. Augustine, Florida. Like Savannah, both cities have a tremendous cathedral and are the centers of their diocese, Diocese of Savannah, Diocese of St. Augustine. And the artistic works within those cathedrals, the stained glass windows, things you don't see either in California or in modern buildings. And coming from San Francisco, where we are currently celebrating the 50th anniversary of the cathedral here in San Francisco, the cathedral here, as big as it is, is still very, very young compared to the cathedrals of Savannah and St. Augustine. St. Augustine's is over 200 years old. And St. Augustine especially is a city that I was really looking forward to visiting because it is the oldest city in the United States. Initially a Spanish city, eventually taken by the British and retaken by the Spanish, and now obviously controlled by the United States and is a city in northern Florida, just south of Jacksonville. Like Savannah, there is a fort within St. Augustine, but it's within the city, not on the outskirts, and that is Castle San Marcos, a great landmark to visit. And again, I spent about an hour and a half just wandering around uh, Castle San Marco, looking at the exhibits, looking over the, the water, the channel there off of St. Augustine, and learning the history of this important fort, 
when it came to the Spanish trade in the New World to protect the ships and protect commerce. But in addition to that, the city of St. Augustine was just a great pleasure to visit. I was able to stop in and see the cathedral, one of the oldest churches in the United States, as the center of one of the oldest church communities in the United States. Uh, getting on the uh, step-on, step-off trolley tour, visiting the sites, visiting uh, two distilleries and a winery, seeing the old buildings and learning the history of the city, having dinner in the city, and just enjoying the sights of one of the oldest and one of the great cities of the United States in its early history was really something I can recommend to anybody. And it was good to see families there as well, parents bringing their children to see these various sites uh, from pirate museums, treasure museums, a museum of an old jail, to name just a few, and really enjoying uh, the history of the United States in this, in this old city. From there, I drove to spend one night in Panama City along the Gulf Coast. I'm not much of a beachgoer, but I wanted to experience just a town, a beach town there for one night. From there, I spent one night in Mobile where I attended Mass at the cathedral there, Saturday evening Mass. This was definitely a trip for cathedrals. And I actually ran into a former parishioner of mine from San Francisco who had moved recently and during the pandemic from San Francisco to Mobile, Alabama, had a general idea of where they had moved to, but not exactly where. And I wanted to visit other sites in Mobile and took a chance on running into them, knowing that they lived close to the cathedral. And I did run into one of them. We had a great visit catching up. But in addition, I also visited the battleship USS Alabama in Mobile Bay. Again, a monument to the history of the United States, the war history of the United States, and the military power that this country has projected around the world, and in many cases, more often than not, has been a force of liberation. As we remember the anniversary of the beginning stages of World War II, and yesterday, the final surrender of Japan in World War II. Also, from there, I drove to New Orleans, a city that uh, was hit I understand pretty hard by the hurricane, Hurricane Ida, over the last few days. But this, of course, was before the hurricane. I had always wanted to visit New Orleans and stayed at the Bourbon Orleans Hotel, which is just a block behind the cathedral to St. Louis, which overlooks Jackson Square, where I saw the monument to Andrew Jackson in Jackson Square. Uh, I really enjoyed wandering around the city, wandering around the French Quarter, looking at the shops, enjoying the food and spent a good five and a half hours visiting the National World War II Memorial Museum. If you are ever in New Orleans, visit the National World War II Memorial Museum. It is a great place to go and to learn more about the history of World War II. There are sections on the road to Tokyo on the Pacific War. There's a whole floor on the road to Berlin in uh, the war in Europe. There's even a section leading to D-Day and what was in, involved in D-Day and its aftermath. There's even a hangar with planes that you can see from different levels, gangways of different levels, multiple stories up, to get a real bird's eye view of some of these planes and other vehicles. But what touched me the most was an entire wall within that hangar that featured 
photographs, portraits, of all the recipients of the Congressional Medal of Honor during World War II. And then, of course, on your own level, there is a computer in which you can get information from a database on any of those pictures, any individuals of those pictures, and learn their service and their fate. Many of them were killed. Some of them survived. But I spent about at least a half hour just going through that database to learn about those faces that are up there on the wall of these soldiers who gave their lives and gave their service to our country during World War II. So New Orleans was just a great city to visit, and uh, the line I am using as I am describing it to people is, New Orleans was everything I thought it would be, right down to the palm readers stationed in front of the Catholic cathedral. Now, it was obviously wasn't after Mass, and uh, Mass goers were not coming out of the cathedral and going straight to the palm readers, but uh, the street that separates Jackson Square from St. Louis Cathedral is closed, and being closed, you'll have vendors, you'll have performers, and I happened to be there at a time when <laughs> I saw stationed two palm readers. So here we are outside the Catholic cathedral, and there are two palm readers with their customers or their clients or whatever you call people who go to palm readers. There was an amateur jazz band at one point playing in front of the cathedral I saw as I was walking back from dinner. I almost even thought I saw a New Orleans funeral with the jazz music. I saw uh, one of the cross streets of a police car escorting a jazz band and a few people dancing to the jazz band, like a miniature parade, but I didn't see any hearse or casket, so it might have been something else. But if you ever get a chance, visit the city of New Orleans. You will never see a place quite like that. And so uh, just three terrific cities I visited. Savannah, St. Augustine, Florida, the oldest city in the United States, and New Orleans, one of the most unique and lively cities in the United States. And from there, I entered into what I call my Calexit portion of my vacation, in which I drove into Texas and drove from Houston to San Antonio, Georgetown, north of Austin, and a few days in Dallas visiting friends of mine who had left California and settled in Texas. So it was a, an enjoyable trip that, uh, believe it or not, ended in the fourth week with the brief trip to Hawaii where I visited with a good friend of mine and had the privilege of visiting Pearl Harbor. So this was very much a, a World War II trip as I saw the USS Alabama in Mobile. I went to the museum in New Orleans and saw the, saw the memorial in Pearl Harbor. In addition to that, it was a cathedral trip where I visited the cathedral in Savannah, in St. Augustine, in Mobile, and uh, New Orleans. It was a trip of history, seeing these old cities and these monuments to major events in the history of the United States. And it was very much a trip with friends that I, I truly enjoyed. So I kept myself busy, and it was a great time away. I'm now back at the parish and the usual grind, getting things ready as we continue here at the Cathedral of St. Mary of the Assumption in celebrating its 50-year jubilee, getting ready for scripture classes, RCAA classes, keeping the website going and updated, keeping the content coming on YouTube, and visiting with you every week here in my weekly podcast. So 
This week isn't quite as long as others have been, but I wanted to uh, let you know I'm back in town. It's good to be back with you. Hope you had a, an enjoyable summer. Hope you've been able to get out. Hopefully you've been able to travel. For me, I love traveling and seeing this country. It always gives me a good energy as I come back to continue the work of the parish here in San Francisco. So again, welcome back to my podcast. Hope you will continue to enjoy the content as I bring it to you every Friday. Take care. With any luck, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.